have clarity in the Golden Knights' appearance in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Welcome to the VGK Daily Podcast. I'm Darren Millard. The Vancouver Canucks are the next challengers standing in the way of the Golden Knights' Stanley Cup playoff hopes. The Canucks upset the defending champion St. Louis Blues last night in the first round. The Canucks becoming the only team from the best of five Western Conference qualifying stage to make it into the second round. Vegas now knows who they will play with the series starting on Sunday. Golden Knights are the conference's top seed and they draw the lowest advancing team in the Canucks who dispatched the Blues in a tidy six games. And that means we will have a new champion in 2020. If you're wondering, the Golden Knights and the Canucks split a pair of games. They were played inside of a week back in December. The Vegas Golden Knights winning on home ice 6-3 at T-Mobile, dropping a decision in overtime five days later in Vancouver. Now, last night's result by Vancouver over the St. Louis Blues occurred hours after the Golden Knights met with the media, as well as before I cut up with Deporte Las Vegas VGK play-by-play announcer Jesus Lopez for a playoff conversation. Lopez has a passion for the game that makes me envious. He soaks up every piece of information about hockey and was following what Pete DeBoer had to say as the Golden Knights got back to the practice ice yesterday. My chat with Jesus after the latest from the Golden Knights and their simultaneous recovering and preparation in Edmonton. Up first, Vegas head coach Pete DeBoer discussing life in the bubble. Asked about comments made by Dallas Stars head coach Rick Bonus, who discussed the challenges of a lengthy stay in the bubble, both mentally and physically. And despite all the NHL efforts, it's still a grind. You have good days and bad days and you know, the, it, it's it's definitely not normal life. Um, at the same time, you know, we try and remind ourselves every day to embrace it. It's a an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, even on the worst day in here, uh, there's all the hockey you can watch and all the beer you can drink. So it's not a it's not a <laughs> it's not a bad day. Oh, yes, it is a grind. But uh, beer and hockey, even in August. They're never far apart. The Golden Knights will practice again today in Edmonton and will cram for tomorrow's opener against the Canucks. Word that the second round has been moved up by a couple of days means a nice little four-day break between games for the Vegas Golden Knights off of their series win over Chicago and prior to their series start in the second round against Vancouver. It's almost a perfect gap between sets. You're never going to complain about time off uh, in the playoffs because you you know uh, once it starts, this is going to come really quickly, especially, you know, we've already been put on notice uh, about potentially having at least, you know, at least one and probably two back-to-backs per round. So uh, we'll we'll take the rest uh, and use it uh, in the best way we can. We've got some bumps and bruises like everybody does. Uh, You know, we took a couple days off and kind of reset uh, after uh, we beat Chicago and, and we had a real good practice today. I don't know about scrimmaging, but uh, you definitely have to to get into some battling and game-like situations. And, you know, as a coach, you're always holding your breath and crossing your fingers when you, when you have those type of drills or practice days because, you know, there's, there's no worse feeling in the world than uh, someone getting hurt in a practice uh, 
you know, when you're starting in a couple of days, but it's a necessary evil in order to make sure that you, you get off uh, and started on the right foot with the appropriate uh, amount of intensity. So we'll build some of that in. We'll try and err on the side of caution uh, when we do it because we, we want to get the group as healthy as we can to game one. That's a priority, but, um, you know, that's a piece of it. And just outside of the Stanley Cup playoffs, a bit of news to tell you about. The Henderson Silver Knights and Lotus Broadcasting have announced that they've signed a multi-year partnership making Lotus Broadcasting the official radio broadcast partner and radio home of the Henderson Silver Knights uh, as the flagship radio station of the Henderson Silver Knights. 12.30, the game will broadcast all Silver Knights preseason, regular season, and postseason games, a 30-minute pregame and postgame show, a one-hour weekly club insider program, and a slate of other Silver Knights-related programming throughout the calendar year. So that's more hockey for you on the radio, which includes, of course, uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas with the Vegas Golden Knights and ESPN Deportes with Jesus Lopez. Uh, who joins us uh, now calling all Vegas Golden Knights games, uh, the Hispanic uh, broadcaster. Uh, this is uh, this is awesome uh, being able to hook up with you because it's been a while. I haven't seen you around the rink lately. So how have you, uh, how have you enjoyed the first eight games of the Stanley Cup playoff run? Oh, great. I, it's just amazing uh, doing what we have uh, with the image that the NHL is providing and the sound. It sounds like the arena is uh, filled with people, so uh, fans. Uh, I've seen that at the... National anthem, you know, uh, they have uh, recorded the nights, you know, when yeah. they, it's just, it just nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm enjoying it, of course. You know, I'd rather be at the arena, of course. Uh, how have you had to change or alter your call at all? Because you can't be, I wouldn't think that you can be quite as specific because you're calling it off the tube. And that's the one thing I've had trouble with is figuring out if the puck's in the net or not. And that's such an important part of your call. Yes, it is. Uh, but you know what? It's just... Uh, get attached to this new way of doing it. Uh, I've done it with soccer uh, long ago, so uh, I'm familiar with it. It's just that you are not able to see the whole the whole picture of the rink, and you cannot predict that much uh, what's going to happen next. But it's 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 been it's, I'm I'm thrilled doing it. Uh, I mean, in any way, just because the fans were uh, waiting. Hey, when is this going to start again? What's going to happen with the nights? Uh, is there going to be the end of the season or not? So now, I mean, we're having all of the games, and our fans, the Hispanic community, they're just. Uh, excited about it. So who's caught your eye in this uh, playoff that's uh, included a sweep in the round robin and a five-game series win over Chicago? Mark Stone, definitely. You know, uh, when I see uh, Mark Stone, he's just way ahead of uh, the rest of the team. Uh, I believe the only ones that could read uh, Mark Stone mind is Max Pacioretty or uh, or uh, probably William Carlson. Yeah. But now, uh, Darren, it's going to get tougher. Every time that they move on on these uh, playoffs, it's just faster and faster. So they have, I believe they have to read, they have to learn how to read uh, Mark Stone's, uh, I mean, yeah, Stone's uh, mind in order to be uh, more aggressive because he can pass the puck from any position, from anywhere in the rink, and, and most of the passes get lost because they're not expecting them. So I believe a, a key for this uh, coming uh, round will be learning how to read Mark Stone's mind. Well, it's hard to read uh, Mark Stone's mind when you've got a burr under your saddle and you're hitting everything in sight like Max Pacioretty did in that game <laughs> five. Was that, that was a real positive uh, look from Pacioretty, who doesn't always play on the edge like that, but when he does, 
it just takes his game from a really high level to the ultimate spot. Yeah, he's lethal when he does it like that, yes. Uh, the only thing is that Max Pacioretty, uh, I don't know what it is, if he's on his jeans, but it's very easy to get upset, you know, when <laughs> in the ring. So it doesn't it doesn't take much from, from anyone uh, inside the ring as far as uh, physical contact is concerned. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Mark Stone is really good, and uh, another another player that I really, I really uh, uh, love to see play is uh, Jonathan Marches. Well, that guy goes, uh, I mean, after any puck, you know, and he, he never quits. And uh, and uh, the other thing is that I've noticed. I don't know if you noticed about this, Darren, but uh, when there's a fight, it's like like. Jonathan Marchesso shows up like saying, you know, I want the biggest guy. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I want the biggest one. Yeah. You know? Instead, well, let me have two of them. Yeah. It's just Jonathan Marchesso. He's just an amazing player. And and also, you know, as I was saying, it's going to get faster and faster. Uh, if, if we were talking about Formula One, you know, uh, these uh, these which are, I got into over the pause, by the way. So so I can relate a little bit. Okay, good. Well, uh, this next round will be, uh, let's say, Shanghai, the circuit of Shanghai. Yeah. And the next round, if we advance, is going to be uh, um, Catalonia, which mm. is the second fastest uh, circuit in the Formula One. And, and, and the toughest will be Gillesville uh, uh, New uh, Circuit in Canada. Canada. It is Montreal. the fastest, yeah. So... You cannot have that Mercedes and Edward Lewis Hamilton watching, you know, the, the races from, from uh, uh, the garage. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury has to be in the net. So I mean, you, you think Marc-Andre should go back in? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Leonard proved what he had. I believe he cashed that check to the Blackhawks because they let him go. <laughs> and, and Pete DeBoer, you know, he, he took advantage of the psychological momentum that Leonard was, was having. And it was a good thing to see. He has proven that he's a great goalie, too. So we have two great goalies on the team right now. And, and uh, I, I believe uh, we can, we can uh, dream about I feel like I should let you down a little bit easy here because I don't, I don't think you're going to see Marc Andre uh, to start the start the second. I thought round. so because you know yeah. Leonard has done so yeah. great. You know he's, he's doing is is done good, but we have to give uh, uh, Marc Andre Fury the credit that we are where we are because of him. <laughs> I mean through the season. What do you think of Alec Martinez? Alec Martinez at the beginning of the round he was kind of you know uh, out of the out of the the game, but. Uh, his uh, momentum w was uh, in crescendo, uh, you know, as we moved mm -hmm. forward to the uh, fourth and fifth game against the Blahas, he grew on, on his uh, play. So at the end, he, w he looked really, really good. Uh, and Pete DeBoer, uh, you've, uh, you've seen uh, long runs uh, under Gerard Glant, and now Pete DeBoer taking the helm. Uh, what have you witnessed from the head coach? I believe he's a, a very thoughtful guy, you know, and, and he, he takes advantage of the psychological momentum of the players like uh, Nicholas Roy and uh, Nick Hossens. Uh They kept on the lines, you know, he put away uh, Thomas Nosek, and, and uh, I, I, I think he's a very analytical guy. And that's, that's, how, that my, that's my perspective of uh, Pete DeBoer. Can I just say that I would love to witness a conversation between you and Nick Cousins? Because I just think the, uh, the language, the flair, the uh, intensity uh, would be wonderful to watch. Because we know Nick Cousins uh, can talk and uh, maybe a bit of a blue streak. But uh, your wordsmanship and your ability to, to dress up uh, the language uh, would be great. Uh, well, he, my English is not that good, I'm well, telling you. And I, and I think he, he treads on the other side of the, uh, the English language, too, <laughs> at, at, at times. But uh, he's been he's been a real revelation in these yes, playoffs. Yes, it has, it has, and uh, also um, 
I don't know. I was expecting way more from uh, Ryan Reeves on mm. the on this uh, round, and it seems like uh, out of the, his, uh, it it doesn't have the same chemistry that he was having with the uh, with the other uh, before. I don't think he's doing as much banging, but he's participating uh, a lot more with puck possession and and being able to get up and down the ice. They've chipped in offensively more. It did good the last game. Yeah. Yes, it did. You know, but uh, the first three games, it was like, where is Ryan Reeves? You know, <laughs> this is not the Ryan Reeves that we were used to uh, because uh, he's more active and, and he look even a little bit slower, you know, if you want to say it like that. But now, as I said, we're going to need those fast guys. We're right. going to need the Marchesols. We're going to need the, the, the William Carlson's, all the magic traits that they have. You know, that beautiful goal that we saw uh, William Carey score. We won more of that again. <laughs> I mean, How did you call that, by the way? Oh, the way the angle was so obtuse that I yeah. couldn't believe that he scored, you know, uh, shooting from uh, the goal line. Between his legs, behind yeah. the back, yeah. Uh, it was just amazing. And... and, and uh, we saw that with William Carlson the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the most beautiful, I mean, goal of the season between his legs, you know, inverted. It's just difficult right. to do. So, but uh, William Carey, a goal from from the angle that he has, it was just uh, a beautiful thing to see. You know, hockey to me, it, it grew up in me because uh, it was three years ago I didn't know much about hockey, but it's such a beautiful sport. I mean, it's, it's still skating. It's an artistic sport, and so tough, uh, very tough at the same time because uh, the physical contact is just, I mean, brutal, right? Right. So there is no way that you cannot fall in love with this sport, uh, Darren, to tell you the truth. Well, I'm, I'm a hockey fan. We get another round. I know you're a hockey fan, and I, uh, <laughs> I just, I love every interaction that I can have with you because your passion just uh, oozes out, and uh, it's just, it's wonderful. I, I absolutely Thank adore it and, and embrace it. Uh, thanks for doing this, and have a great second round, and hopefully more. Where, where can people listen to you? Uh, I beg your pardon? Where can people listen to you? Oh, uh, 1460 okay. uh, AM, Deportes Vegas. Uh, that's the new um, name of the radio station. Deportes, Deportes Vegas? Vegas, okay. 1460 AM. But let me tell you something before we go. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's been easy for me because I have Darren Miller, Mike McKenna, I have uh, Shane Knighty, Dave Gocher, and uh, more uh, Dan Duva. I mean, uh, I have great teachers, and you guys are always there for me. And, you know, I always bug you with my questions, and my uh, I need more knowledge. And, and, and there's Gary Lawless, who speaks hockey beautifully. So I just uh, – you guys made it very easy for me. So thank you very much. Well, I want to take – I mean, I want to take the chance to – Thank you, guys, for that. We are a team. We are. Inside the team. Yes. Uh, that's what we are, uh, with what we do, all because of our love for hockey. So uh, thank you for doing this, and uh, and I look forward to listening to you uh, as we go along this journey. I expect to keep saying things like, Y sale, Shea Theodore con el puck, controlado por derecha, saca el puck en diagonal. La recepción es de Mark Stone, saca el disparo, goal! And that's how we do it. On the daily. <laughs> yes. Yes.